AEW Wrestle War 1992. War Games Destroy or Be Destroyed. I can't, I can't do that any better. Welcome to Squared Circle Rewind Podcast. Uh, ben leading us in with the great wrestling voice. What's with all these surprises week after week? I love it. I love it. It makes my job easier. Okay, I, I don't I can't that. do that, though. The WCW Wrestle War. The tugboat thing, we can do without that. Yeah, tugboat's got to go. Tugboat's got to go. Every time you do it, I get a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. Dave ages. But otherwise... Yes. So, yes, welcome to, welcome to episode... 50? 50. 50. I've five, I zero. through 50 of these with you two 50 guys. 50 of these. Of 50 of these. That's right. <laughs> 50 of these, 50 of these, 50 of these. We've done 50 of these? 50. 50. It's going to be... That's, <laughs> it's, That's to us. It's going to be an even bigger deal once we get to uh, 52. That'll be our one year. That'll be crazy. Um because there's 52 weeks in a year. That's yeah. right. We're two weeks away from a year. Except that we're past a year because... We take a lot of vacation. We, we, take, we, take, we take some vacation time. <laughs> that's true. But that's okay. Um, so before we get started, we're going to do our weekly segment. Uh, so I'm going to throw it to Dave for the weekly fast forward. We only did this episode or this uh, segment for you, yeah. To hear that theme song because yeah. there's really nothing breaking. Although, one thing I did learn in discussion with with Tyson Kidd is he Slater has his own wrestling school. He's got kids. Did, did yeah, you know I, knew, that? I knew that. And he's training Joe Frazier's son, who's over seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. I had to do that. That is a true story. Yeah. So that otherwise, that's the only thing that really I did not know. All right. Yeah. There we go. Uh, that has been. An amazing segment. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we're going to kick it to Ben for his segment. It's now time for your beneficial facts. All right, WCW Wrestle War 1992, War Games Destroyer, be destroyed as you heard in the opening segment. Breath. Breath. WrestleWar 92 took place at the Jacksonville Memorial Coliseum in Jacksonville, Florida. This is the fourth and final year WCW would promote a pay-per-view under the name WrestleWar. Makes sense. Oh, I was confused when I, when I asked which one we're watching. I'm like, oh, there's like more than before. No, it was literally the last one. Oh, there you go. So the attendance for this event was 6,000 fans. That's it. Commentary was done by Jim Ross and Jesse the Body Ventura, with Tony Schiavone and Eric Bischoff making random segment cameos, whatever you want to call them, in between matches, sitting in directors' chairs up there as if they, they were, were on the doing. Set of they Hollywood. were doing analysis, and and analysis, 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 yes, analysis, and insight. But they looked like they were sitting on a Hollywood set with their stupid directors' chairs. Yes, that looked pretty dumb. Now we just have a break in the action. These have been your beneficial facts. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's it. That's all That's we got. That's it. All right, let's go to the first match. The first match is for the United States Tag Team Championships, and it is the fabulous Freebirds taking on the Taylor Made Man and Greg the Hammer Valentine, who are the champions coming into this match. <laughs> what? I've been watching the Clash of the Champions, and I don't, like, between... The last clash and this pay per view, there was no none of this. 
There were, like the Freebirds were the U.S. Tag Champions the last I saw. So when did they lose them? I have no clue. They okay. didn't even they didn't mention it. So we're gonna we're gonna go. It could have been on WCW Power Hour for all you know. Yes, okay. could have been. It could have been. All right. Um, did you guys see the really dumb spot where they tried to have Terry Taylor run over like, <laughs> double the double drop down? The double drop what down. What was that? And then Greg Valentine almost sat up too soon, and Terry Taylor almost fell on his face. Who's Terry Taylor? Oh, Taylor made mad. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. That is my fault. Uh, but he almost fell on his face. Mm-hmm. And it just looks so goofy for great start. What was for, the point to it? I don't know. Like, like why? What's, would, your, what's your end game with that? Why would your partner do that? I don't know. It was the you same know? spot that the Rockers did, but the Rockers pulled it off very well. Yeah, it still looked goofy then, but it was okay. But they made it look yeah, good. Yeah, here's the yeah. lesson. Don't do things the Rockers are doing if you're the Taylor Mayman and Greg Valentine. You kind of different calibers there. Especially when, when Greg's known to take 10 minutes to get started. <laughs> That's true. That's well, true. So we should have just laid there for 10 minutes is what you're saying? Yeah, at yeah. least. All right, what do you guys have to add to this match? That, like, I didn't think this match was anything special, well, um, quite honest. There was one spot which you guys both missed. Wow. Where uh, Greg took a... How do you know? You haven't even read my notes. I mentioned it, and both of you guys said, oh, I didn't see that. That was pretty... I know you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a direct statement. There you go. But you uh, go. he took a shorter tackle Yep. to the uh, ring post, and I think he kind of slid to the right, and then he, he was going headfirst into the concrete, but he, he literally ballerinaed the middle rope. And hung there for a couple seconds before he was able to get himself propped back up. Otherwise, beyond that, nothing really memorable in this match. Yeah, I, I you know, I my problem with this match was that for the talent that's in this ring, it was quite clumsy. You know, like that that double down spot was clumsy. Uh, you just mentioned Greg Valentine almost torpedoed himself, himself on the floor. Um, <clears throat> we got the kitty. Making an appearance with some crazy stuff beside us. <laughs> kind of distracting. Uh, actually more entertaining than this match. Um, it's more or less Ben's reaction as to what Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, do you have anything to add to this? I do. Make uh, it okay. quick because you're going to get off that couch board or that chair. Board. The Freebirds get full marks for enthusiasm, energy, and effort in the match. And a new theme. And a new Wait, theme. It's a new oh. theme. It's way crappier in their original oh, yeah. theme. I'm not the even, fans loved I'm it. I'm not even going to get into this. Uh, I didn't. I thought it was crap. Clash of the Champions, they did a whole music video and had them come out and air guitar the thing. Awful. Was Van Hammer there too? No. <laughs> so too I bad. have two main notes here. Okay, the armbar twist spot where the Freebirds are frantically like tagging each other in and out, twisting the arm, tagging, twisting the arm, tag. Aren't you going to be wasting more energy just doing that again and again and again? Yeah. You know, yeah. like that doesn't really how, make how a lot much of sense. More, how much more can the arm be twisted? The guy's just twi- getting his arm twisted, just standing there. It's like he's not exerting energy. Yeah. He's not like resisting, so it kind of looks like terrible psychology too. Uh, almost. Yeah, like... And my other one is this is the the thing that really made me go, okay, this kind of almost ruins the match here. Um, Garvin gets knocked to the outside. Valentine sees an opportunity to inflict more damage as he's on the ring floor. He has a guardrail. He has the floor. He has a table. He has a ring apron. He has a post. Nope. He picks him up and chops him and leaves him. That's right. Take that. Woo! And it just seems like that'll learn him. Greg Valentine just didn't look like he even cared that he was in this match. Oh, uh, he looked like he was cashing a paycheck. And it hasn't been it. 10 minutes tonight. He's not ready to go. That is true. 
Actually, that this is, is this probably is past the ten minute mark. Is it? I think so. Well, no excuse he ain't got no excuse. I'm gonna go into the finish. You go into the finish. All right. So you do that finish. Jimmy Jam Garvin gets uh, locks uh, the tailor-made man into a DDT, and then Greg Valentine comes to break it up, and then takes a back body drop from Garvin while holding tailor-made man in the DDT, and then he drops drops the tailor-made man with the DDT. One, two, three. Free birds of the new champs. And the finish was done really well. Like it was done actually very smoothly. Yeah. So it wasn't sloppy. Surprising enough for how the match was. Yeah. But what is our consensus on this? Well, I think we all kind of. <laughs> Sorry, folks. The kitty's got us a little distracted. That's, that's that's code for I wasn't ready, but now I am. <laughs> all right. Let's go to match two. Match two. Um, Young Pistol Tracy. Versus Johnny B. Bad. Okay, I'm just gonna start here. Okay, yeah. so tassels. I don't have any Jesse triggered ones, but I have something that bothered me just a, a smidge. Uh, why did Jesse's the? Triggered. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> All right. So the graphic when Tracy came out said "Young Pistol" and then air quote Tracy, like his name is like. Like air quote, tra- like his his name is actually Tracy. It's not that's not, they use it. It in the should way be <laughs> like it should be air quote like air quote young pistol, Tracy. They should watch Friends, where like, Ross explains the air quote yes. to, to Joey. And that's all I could think of was Friends <laughs> in, this, in this match because they botched it right from the beginning. Um, but that's all I remember from this match. To be quite honest, it so you don't good. remember anything of the match at all? Just the graphic that was shown. It bothered before. me so much I couldn't get past it. Kind of like the. Uh, the CGI attempts in uh, Justice League. I haven't seen it, but okay. Okay, same thing. Yeah. Um, I the only know I have. Spoiler is, alert: is the fans have no interest. Oh no! Like in the other eye, like it was just. It felt like a filler match, but not a good filler match. No. Like, no. It, that's all I got. Well, what I have is at the beginning of the match, Johnny B. Bad was panhandling to the fans. That is true. That, that is panhandling. True. What, what are you doing? He needs, a, he needs money. He needs money stuffed in his tassels to what? Yes. Buy more tassels? I don't understand why the little girl had money what is to need? do it. What is it? Yeah, why does the girl have that much money? <laughs> well, and, and should they... Why should she give it to Johnny B. Bad? Should they be having a little girl put money in some dude's need tights? Bad? Like, <laughs> isn't that teaching her something bad? <laughs> Johnny B. Bad's character is stronger than his wrestling abilities at this point. He is not getting better at all. No. Like, it's been a year, and he's still the, the drizzling poops. Wait till you see him attempt a 450 splash. Yeah. And the top rope sunset flip scares the crap out of me every time he does it. Yeah. He kind of sort of hit it this time, but it wasn't great. Why? It makes no sense, that spot. Uh, no, it doesn't at all. It just looks cool. I think it's what he's going like, for. Like, actually, let's look at the physics of that spot. He catches the guy and rolls him over nicely. From the top rope. So it adds velocity. But go to the finish. Okay. So, please. Johnny B. Bad reverses a kick from Tracy and then hits him with the left hook. One, two, three. Such a terrible finish considering Michael P. Hayes... Uh, P. Hayes. Michael P. S. Hayes uses it. Yeah, but... He, Bad his is, is better. Most, his is better. He's the non-boxer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> his version is better than the, the actual boxer. The, the actual boxer can't throw a working punch. Yeah. Uh, so what's our consensus on this? That's about right. I agree with my live audience. They're really upset. Thank you. Thank they wouldn't shut up, man. They were so upset. Let's go to match three. Okay. 
Well, because we have to. Marcus Alexander Bagwell versus Scotty Flamingo. Uh, I like the start of the match where they were slapping each other in the face. I don't know. That was, kind of, that was comical. <laughs> I thought it was just like, like, pap, 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 pap. It was like, oh, okay. Let's get this That's going. really all the match had. Uh, Scotty Flamingo, who becomes Raven. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, spoiler whoa. alert. That's whoa. why we have whoa. these little secret innuendo little... Yeah, me and Ben always drop puns. Yeah, I'm trying to stop that, so... Why? You, you gotta join our flock. <laughs> yeah. Why are you trying to stop it? God! Gonna join our flock. This is quote never more. Or he's gonna become Johnny Polo first. I think. Ooh, that's true. Yep, that's true. Yeah, but nobody remembers Johnny no. Polo. I, I do. I I forgot you about Scotty Flamingo. I do remember. I forgot about Scotty Flamingo. To be honest. There you now, go. Now the only thing I have for this match is at some points it felt like they were going too fast, like they were rushing it, and for that distracted skill, me. For their skill sets that they had. Yeah, at they the were time. going way too fast. Slow down. Bagwell doesn't need to look so buff, you know. No, he's not. He he does not have the stuff right now. He's not quite a blockbuster. No, I heard he's American made, or American male. He's Hogan. He's Hogan. I hope so. <laughs> Anything else to add there, Ben? Uh, no. The only note I had was Cole Flamingo, Nevermore. Wow, that that's really... literally all I wrote. Okay, uh, I will <laughs> say that um, this is the first. Crossbody, like where the guy does a crossbody and then they both go over the top rope, that actually looked good. They didn't get hung up on it. Weird, eh? Because uh, Bagwell hit the crossbody, and then uh, and then Scotty grabbed them, and they both went over nicely, and it actually looked good. It's the first time, but that well. but that stuff is done now because now Bill Watts is part of D WCW within a month of this, and he takes away all top rope moves and takes away the padding on the outside because that helps wrestling. Crazy man. Hmm. Yes. So I gotta go to the finish. Uh, buff or Buff Bagel. Marcus <laughs> Bagel uh, does a roll up and then Flamingo reverses it and he grabs the tights to win. One, two, three. Hmm. Just like that. Such a heel move. Such a heel move. Ventura liked it. Surprise, surprise. What's our consensus? All right. On to the next. Oh, my goodness. The Junkyard Dog and Ron Simmons versus Mr. Hughes and Cactus Jack. Okay, can I start with this one? Yeah. Okay. So, with the surrounding story behind as to why JYD and Ron Simmons are teaming up in the first place, what the bloody heck does Mr. Hughes have to do with this entire equation? Where is Abdul the Butcher? Thank you. He must be. He must have got fired or something. Muscle. What does Mr. Hughes have to do with this? He wears nothing. His, nothing. Nothing. And and right there, right there. If if let's say Abdullah did get fired, which I never checked into. I just we watched the pay per views. I could have looked at. We comment. We comment on what we see. But if he did get fired, then why wouldn't you do Cactus Jack versus Ron Simmons with JYD in Ron Simmons' corner? Right. And like if you need a bodyguard in your corner. Look who, uh, Mr. Hughes is a bodyguard. There that you would go. Make sense to do that now, but not a, it? not a tag team match, um, which doesn't really end up. Which anyway. doesn't happen. Awesome elbow uh, dive onto JYD and um, backdrop from Simmons onto the ramp by Cactus All Jack. before the match. All before the match. The All bell before the match. Yet. The bell hasn't gone yet. All the good stuff happened before the bell. Cactus Jack takes out JYD. He gets well, taken to the back. A, it's actually I like how he does that because they're like, "Where's Cactus Jack going?" 
because he comes out and he goes back in the backstage, and then JYD comes out and he comes out and attacks JYD. I was like, that's kind of creative. Yep. Yep. I just don't like his screaming. His. <laughs> Every time I think of that, or oh. I, hear that scream, I think of Warzone. Remember that? Remember oh my Warzone? God! Yes. Where that's the only sound effect he did. Yes, and awful. It's, it's the most annoying sound <laughs> of all mankind. Yeah, and even my notes here, I'm like, okay, Dude. so now now Simmons now Simmons is in a handicap match, and I'm like, okay, and then it kind of, like and then suddenly it's a one on one match with Simmons and Cactus Jack. Yeah, they just and Ventura's yeah. confused. Jim Ross is like, confused. Wouldn't you make it one on one? Where was the announcer to tell us what's going on here? Why is the green guy in the match? Why isn't Cactus fighting him? Yeah, true. Like, why put the green guy in? Because you see how green he is. Oh yes. In this match. Yes. Institution uh, quit his day job. Um, <laughs> Jesse Ventura had the light of the night to, to go along with uh, Jim Ross's consistent and constant uh, football commentary. Uh, with uh, what D-line did Cactus Jack play for? Just kind of needling Jim Ross about all his football facts, so that was nice to hear. Other than that, I got nothing. What do you got? What do you got, Ben? What say you? Uh, the whole... The whole aspect of what the hell is going on with this match hurt the match. Oh, it took the most. Greatly. It sabotaged it. Pretty much. So I'm gonna go to the finish. Ron Simmons hits a three point tack, three point stance tackle to the after knee. a spine buster. After a spine buster, the spine buster looked great, and then he waits for Hughes to get up, so he he hits him with the sloppiest football tackle I've ever seen in my life. Like, I would have booked this finish where Simmons is going for the win, and then have Cactus interfere and has a as a DQ. Because I'm like, it doesn't serve Ron. Are you questioning purpose. Dusty Rhodes' booking? Always. Okay, cool. Because like, what does Ron get after beating Mr. Hughes? Like it doesn't really his sunglasses. Aff- it doesn't really affect. Yeah, did that drive me nuts? That he wrestled with his the whole match with shades. Yeah, I don't. I don't even understand how it stayed on his head. To be quite honest, Morpheus. Oh, there you go. Same glasses of Morpheus. Uh, so, what's our consensus? That seems about right. Yeah. Let's go to the next match. We please ask our live audience to turn cell phones on silent. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What's the next match there? Well, the be- actually, one more note. The best part is when, uh, after the match, when um, they're showing Eric Bischoff and Tony Schiavone sitting in their chairs doing their analysis, air quote. You see Mr. Hughes just between them in the background just taking his arm and just sticking it right up to the fans on the top rope. I thought yeah, that was great. Off the fans, that he almost got performer of the night for that. <laughs> Jeez. Um, not for actually wrestling. Listen, listen. <laughs> Keep on listening, guys. It gets better. It gets better. I swear. The pay-per-view gets better. Well, to this point, that actually would be. Uh, it just the false advertise the fans because okay. the next match gets it, worse. It, oh, yeah. That's true. Match number five is the Super Invader versus Todd Champion. What is with okay, these gimmick names? All, okay. like, oh. Todd Champion is from the WCW Special Forces? What, what is that? What is that? What, what is that? It's only him. It's like Jesse. It's like your guy. You no, know, he has an army. No, no, no. What is that? <laughs> he, uh, Firebreaker Chip was part of it too. There's two. So there's two people. And yeah, they fight. <laughs> the what do they fight? I don't know. They fight the things. Injustice in the world. Like I don't know why you guys are asking me. Like I booked this. I don't know. We, they are the people the city needs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not what, not what they want, but what I they have, need. I have one note. I'm just gonna get it off my chest because right. it's gonna drive me nuts. Um. 
Okay, so the Super Invader is built from Thailand, but he is wearing a Japanese headband of the ring. WCW. It, it all makes sense. No, and how? How? No, how? 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 No, I said how. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's Hercules, so he'll just do whatever he wants. It's like they they got Hercules and they're like, yes, we got a big acquisition. Let's put a mask on. We have no creative direction for him. Let's put him a mask. Uh, and the With mask. Harley Race. How does, how does... How does he breathe in that mask? Like it's a, just it's just one color red over over his face. Like like there's no there's nothing for his nose or his mouth. Like he's too powerful. He doesn't have. He must just get. He doesn't like, need to breathe. He must just get blown up with. A he's two- a super invader. Oh god, yes. such a terrible. What's with these terrible gimmick names? I just call him the invader. Right? But he's a super, he's a super invader. Okay. Super. What do you uh, got, Dave? In regards to call the, match, him the mighty invader, the absolutely. Absolutely zero interest from me or the fans. There oh, was yeah. numerous boring chants that were rightfully deserved. Otherwise, Ben, I actually fell asleep. Asleep. I actually fell asleep during So Todd oh. Champion gets hot shotted onto the top rope, which in this time could be a finish, but the super invader says no and then hits him with a powerbomb. One, two, three. It was a weird looking powerbomb too. It was a weird looking powerbomb. What's our uh, consensus on this one? <laughs> I feel like that was just. Let's go to the next match. He's super invading the pipes. The next match is Big Josh versus Richard Morton. Uh, you know, I got one. Why? I got one. I got one note of this. I'm bored of this, and so is the crowd. I fell asleep during this match. This this match was awful. That's why I fell asleep. R- Richard Morton tried a little bit, and then realized within 30 seconds that hey, this this ain't this ain't our night. Oh, that's too bad because I slept through that. Yeah, and he was like, well, this is done. Get the only thing I had was the bumps that Morton did take look good. Well, that's, that's it. I think that guy... I slept through that. I think, so I think that guy bumps well in his sleep. So I'm going to go to the finish. Uh, Big Josh hits the Northern Exposure to win. That's what they you call mean it. The, you mean the whoopee cushion? Yes, but it's called Northern Exposure. The Northern that's a whoopee weird cushion. name. Yep. Uh, the Northern whoopee cushion, that's right. Uh, consensus? Wow. I can't believe that the Super Invader got a, a worse consensus than this match, considering you <laughs> fell asleep during it. <laughs> like, we had nothing to this. But anyways, let's go on to the next match. Well, it says a lot about the Super Invader. He still gets a worse mark than something I fell asleep through. You better you better watch it. He'll invade you. Superly. Superly? Okay. Superly? Superly? Superly invade? Invaderly me? Mm, I don't know. Okay, let's go to the next what match. Is, I, I look at this. I, I wasn't listening at all. What <laughs> just happened? We're just being goofs. Got it. Yeah. We got the light heavyweight championship coming up next, guys. Former tag team partners duking it out for the light heavyweight championship, <laughs> which I just said. I just want to put a lot of emphasis on the light heavyweight championship. Okay, good. Because this match had no elements of a light heavyweight championship. Flying okay. Brian Who does versus the Z-Man. Um, Z-Man. <laughs> one of the problems today, today or fast uh, no, no, no. It, today that that people have is that cruiserweights they don't differentiate cruiserweights enough because the main event guys are working as the same style. Like you look at AJ Styles, he can do all the same things a cruiserweight does. So it doesn't make the cruiserweight special. 
That's what some that's what some critics say, right? That's why cruiserweights looks work so well in the Attitude Era because the guys on Nitro or WCW on top were Hogan, Luger, Nash. You can they, tell the difference. There, there. It was it was like you watched the show and there was there was this element which was the cruiserweight. You got your heavyweights. You got this. Like you got different elements. The problem with this match was that they worked the same as the main event guys. They're doing the exact same moves. There's nothing different that they're doing. And it's infuriating. It's infuriating watching this. Flying Brian, your name is Flying. Fly. She's triggered. Oh, okay, I guess I guess I was triggered. Fly. You said the keyword infuriating. Yeah. That's yeah. a powerful word. That is powerful. Um, um fly. Just fly, Brian. Just fly. Stop with the ground. Just be flying, Brian. I fly. believe I can fly. Okay, um, there was one spot that impressed me. They were running towards each other and they hooked arms and they spun. Yeah, that so he was flew. Cool. He flew. It was and like, like uh, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, a uh, good technical match, nonetheless. It, yes, but it's uh, not what I want. Z- I think there is uh, some animosity in this. Yes. Z-Man almost spiked himself on a head scissors. Yep. Uh, you, you saw that one. Face now, what really drove me nuts was Pillman was working his leg. Uh, Z-Man's leg for a good portion of the match. And then Z-Man just gets up and no-sells a leg. Yep. He's doing stomps with the leg. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm like, like okay. really, guys, no psychology. Uh, crazy sell by Pillman on the diving crossbody. Yeah, where he actually like lands on the back of his neck and then folds backwards. <coughs> Other than that, uh, that's all I got. Um, you can see Flying Brian is flirting with his inner heel during this match, and some of the promos they had uh, before this match. Yeah. They had to you tell see, some sort of a story to yeah. make it like. You can tell he's trying. He's starting to kind of dance with it a little bit, and just with his attitude. Because Jesse is commentating, it kind of felt like that match between uh, Mister Wonderful and Tito Santana, where he kept saying, "Which one's going to go heel? Yeah, which one's going to cheat first? He had the exact same commentary of this match. Yeah, it's almost like he grabbed the script. <laughs> from him. It was like <laughs> the exact same. And commentary. they just crossed out, for... crossed out Orndorff, put Z Man. Yeah, and they crossed out <laughs> Tito and put Kilman. Like like the one line he said, he's like, come on. You actually think no one's going to go for one eye right the whole match? Yeah. Like he was like, someone's going to cheat. Someone's going to cheat. Turned out to be Z-Man, wasn't it? Z-Man's the one that did the first eye rake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, before you go to the finish aisle, my last note is, at the end of the match, I think there should have been a handshake, but there wasn't. Two, uh, two faces still. I, mm-hmm. will, I, I will say, though, towards the end of the match, they did pick it up and start doing more high-flying stuff, and they got the near falls in, and it got the crowd into it. But for me, it took too long to do that. To be fair, the the last match we saw was Liger versus Pillman. Yeah, so and that's this where is, you wanted to, you and wanted this to is, go from there. And this is where th- what they follow it up with. And yep. I'm just like, what? Z-Man is following up Liger. Yep. And, and it's fine. Z-Man can work a uh, more of a up tempo style. Like I don't need I don't need you to do 450 Phoenix splashes <laughs> and crazy stuff like that. But I need you to work more up tempo. But not, if you're gonna get not this division wrestled. off the ground, though, you're you need those high prolific guys to yeah, at least. True catapult it up until you then you can put the z-mans in once it's established uh z-man goes for a top rope drop kick and misses he, and, i hate his drop kick oh so he shoots out one leg i hate his drop kick Look, no, no, before, what is he, double dragon before that you remember when he was not selling his leg injury yeah pillman goes for a top rope maneuver and he hits like a single uh big boot yes and, and it looked absolutely disgusting yeah just Terrible. Yeah. But carry, carry on. Yes. So then... Um, Double dragon. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then Pillman 
does a br some kind of bridge. I don't even know what to call what he did. Like, is there a name for what he did? Like he just rolled, like no, he he twisted up, head. twisted up his legs, and then just did a bridge, and they kept his shoulders down somehow. It was kind of oh weird. yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, so Brian Pillman retains. Um, fans pop for that. Fans pop. They like that. So what's our consensus on this one? It's okay. Next match is for the WCW Tag Team Championship. No. 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 Uh oh, what did I do? What did I it's it's for the number one contenders match for the IWGP tag titles. Are we talking Steiners and that? Oh, it was not for the WCW. Oh, okay. Yeah, my uh, bad. No worries. So it's for the really? IWGP it's number one contendership. Number one contendership. Okay. Yeah. Bad. Oh, yeah. No titles were on the line. <laughs> this was a just cause match. Well, not just cause. It was a number one contenders match. Okay, so yeah. both Dave and I are confused. Yeah. Okay. They announced so it right at the crazy. beginning. Okay. The, the world's most dangerous announcement. Oh, like I'm, Gary I'm, Michael Capetta. I'm sure he did. Oh. I just, I just missed totally it. missed it. Yeah. I just missed that. Well, okay. thanks for Hey, that's some. That's why we know, pay you. If I don't dollar. pay attention, like I miss Greg Valentine spiking himself. So yep. you know, you, you miss things. Yep. The Steiner brothers are taking on Tatsumi Fujinami and Toka Toka Yuki Izuka. <laughs> Yes. Impressive. I think, I think that's how we say it. Yes. 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 Izuka. Now, yes. so right from the get-go, Jesse, I think you and I are not going to get along with this one. Yeah. So we're right from the get-go, lots of botches. Yes. Very fast-paced. They were Scotty, not smooth. Scotty goes for, I think, a follow-away slam. He does, and he, no, no. Like, he, does that, um, he does that float over oh, right, body slam. Where, where thing. He's got him in the follow-away slam position, but he tries to do a backflip. Yeah, if fans don't know what we're talking about, Trevor Lee does it. Yeah. In Impact Wrestling, he does it a lot. But it just did not go well. Well, because he landed on his head. He didn't it, flip. Yes. And it's it just precisely. like... And actually, that's one of my notes. If, if precisely. That's one of those moves that if you can't do it properly, you probably to shouldn't everyone. do you it shouldn't at do it. all. Like, And then there was another botch that was really, really scary was Steiner... Scott Steiner <coughs> had... I think it was... Yeah, Izuka in a Canadian backbreaker. What, what, what it was called, and the pro, the the plan was for Rick to hit a top row elbow drop. Yes. But what happened was Rick literally landed right on Izuka's face. Yeah. Yeah. So as Plus soon as Steiner dropped, like he, he was on his face mid move. Yeah, so and he then landed and, right and just on. kept on following through. Yeah. So yes. I was like, what is going on? And then the spot where he tries that cross body on yes. Izuka. And Izuka literally falls on the back of his neck. It felt like there was a lot of receipts given in this match. There was a There's lot, a lot of, of potatoes. I like actually couldn't tell if they were receipts. actually working. Or I feel really... like they probably worked a match in New Japan. There's a, well, there's and a there point. was a lot of... Uh, it, it, I like this match because I was like, holy crap, these two guys, the, these two teams hate each other. And they actually want to beat the crap out of each other. And I was entertained by that. I was entertained by that too, but at the same that, time. That was my thing. Like, I know there was botches, but I was entertained by said botches. Like, there was potatoes and receipts back and forth. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, there was actually one part where Steiner... I, I, I gotta stop saying Steiner. Scott Steiner. Thank you. Uh, yells. Yeah. He, after there's a botch I have, he yells. You know, typical Scott fashion. Short-tempered. Yeah. And I'm like, this match is going to be... It was more... Like violent than it was with the Nasty Boys, yeah. Where Jerry Sags hit Steiner in the back of the head with a chair and busting him wide open in but, the back of the head. You know what? You you all the botches. They actually did get that. Um, 
where Rick Steiner's on on Fujinami's shoulders, and then Izuka comes off the top, and Scott or Rick Steiner catches him, and then does the the belly to belly. They actually nailed that. They yeah. nailed that. Yes, spite themselves. They they well, bought, he nailed it. Well, he, he no, he literally nailed it. Yeah, like his head went. But he protected the guy he was doing it to, <laughs> so that's a win, right? You know. Crazy match. Fujinami was potatoing both of them right left. Yeah, center. yeah. There was definitely something. Izuka uh, impressed the the crap out of me in this match. I was very impressed by him, especially oh. after getting his face I smashed love, in. I love how he's wearing bright pink trunks and knee pads, and then white and red boots. Yeah, he don't care. He don't care. He doesn't need your approval. But for then what there's he Rick Steiner that wears different boots all the time. And I like how Jesse Ventura calls him out for it. Did you hear that? He was like, he was like, well, why doesn't, like, why is he wearing two different colored boots? Why does he like wear the same color? And and like he like Ventura could not get past the fact that Rick Steiner had two different colored boots yep. on. It's driving him mental. It's funny. And then um, you know another thing is Scott really shows his strength in this match. Uh, he his shows his strength. That, is awesome. Like and Rick Steiner too. Rick Steiner is a beast. Like uh, there was a spot where Scotty went for the tilt to world slam and it kind of botched midway through and he recovered it. Just grabbed him again and dropped him. Yep. They, they're amazingly strong. Those guys. It's freakishly strong. It's a good thing that they are too because yeah, Scotty saves a lot of people when he yes. like when he drops him like. And, and another thing I noticed in this match where I started realizing okay, there's a lot of hostility like real hostility is. Whenever there's a yelling, whenever Scott hits the tiger drive or the tiger bomb, he always goes to a pin. Like he sits out with it, but this time he just threw him and dropped him. Yeah, like just aggressively, like whack. Yeah, I was like, okay, there's something going on in this match. Yep. Do you got uh, other stuff you want to add, Ben? Uh, let me take a gander here. I just really like the mat wrestling in the match, like from Fujinami and Scott Sadner especially. Oh, his dragon sleeper is pretty crazy. All in all, though, <laughs> stiff but dangerous. That's Dragon Sleeper, though. So he gets him with the gets Scott Steiner in the Dragon Sleeper, and Scott Steiner's Which legs. Time, the first or second? The second one, and he gets his legs underneath the ropes, and the ref <laughs> still hasn't broken it up. And Scott's like reaching, and he's like hitting the rope with his hand, but he can't grab it. And the ref like comes over, and he's like, "Okay, maybe now is the time." I'm like, "His feet are underneath the ropes. You should have broken it up 30 <laughs> seconds ago." That was ridiculous. They don't have chemistry in these sport. No. No, there was a lot of hostility. But it's it's it's. I'm assuming it's kind of like New Japan style where they just beat the crap out of each other. It looked legit. Yes, it looked like a legit fight, which is what the three of us have a consensus about what we want to see in our matches. That yep. you know piques our interest. So the finish was, uh, Izuka is on the top rope and Rick Steiner grabs him and does a from. So Izuka's on the top rope. Rick Steiner's on the second rope in the in the corner, and then he does a belly to belly off that to win. It's pretty. It was very nice, very nice. Um, yeah, so I guess they're the number one contenders for the IWGP Tag Titles. Perfect. That we probably won't see the finish. And, so. and still the WCW Tag Team Champions. Yes, yes, they are. That I, I am right about. Yes. I thought the title the whole time. Yeah, they came. They came out with the titles. They ju- it just was not for the titles. It was for the number one contendership, how, and I don't know. I don't even know who the uh, the title, the, like who the champions are right now. Maybe it's Doctor Death and Bam Bam Gordy at this point. Could I, be. Because I, yeah, I I'm, right I'm, I'm now into Clash of Champions, and they're starting right their they're starting their thing with the Steiners. So I'm assuming that's that's where we're going. But let's go to the main event, and this is the match I'm going to put the cart before the horse. Oh, thank you. 
that was a consensus. But uh, I gotta put the cart before the horse. This this main event saved the pay per view. This uh, this match was the pay per view. Yes, yes. All right, let run it down, Ben. All right. War Games Double Steel Cage. Yeah. Um, Sting Squadron. It happened. Which is comprised of Sting, <laughs> Barry Windham, Dustin Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, and Nikita Koloff. That's an okay team. And they're taking on the Dangerous Alliance made up of Rick Rude, Stunning Steve Austin, um, Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, and Larry Zabisco. Sorry, Ben's cat just transformed or something. Um, besides, Larry, like, like if it wasn't for Larry Zabisco, I prefer the Dangerous Alliance in this match. You know, mm-hmm. so that's me. Um, man, this is a war games match done right. You know, right you, you from get, the get you get Austin and Wyndham in there, and they just start like hitting the living crap out of each other. And Austin is selling like a beast. Yeah, and Barry Windham too. Like they're both like giving it, and like um, Ventura's calling it like a sport, and it's like he's like saying like, "Oh, Windham got Austin to come into his ring, so now Windham's got the advantage." You know, and like they played that. Now, the one thing with War Games is like you watch enough of these, you knew you know the heels get the upper hand because it makes no sense for the faces to have the two on one advantage. Yeah. Um, so you know that's gonna go down, but it didn't matter. What a way. surprise when it did. Yeah, uh, it didn't matter though. Uh, great talent in this match, great intensity, and the crowd is loving every single minute of it. And I'm getting so energized every time that somebody else is coming into the ring. Like it's just yeah, just sucks you right in. Yeah, lots of lots of juice too. Yes, which which there sh- there should be in a it. match like this, you know, th- so much animosity. So the number three entrance was Rick Rude coming in and um, no the, he- sell- the heavy hitter. Yeah, no no selling uh, ab shots, which was hilarious. I love that he's doing that now because his abs are so strong. He's like, I'm just not well, going to sell them. it. That's true. It's hard not to. Uh, then number four entrance was Ricky Steamboat, and he comes in like a house of fire. And he's just chopping, he's kicking, he's yeah, yeah. eye gouging, he's... You know, the only his... thing that kind of looked goofy was when he did that head scissors, <laughs> or not head scissors, sorry, the Hurricane Rana. Really? And, and it well, it looked silly? Because it looked so slow. But they had to because the topper was there. They could, for they, what it was, I thought yeah, it was actually Yeah, I felt like it well. worked, but I was just like, ah, oh, it's a little slow. I would have preferred Scott Steiner spiking himself after it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I liked about... The entrance coming in is they came in and they got like comebacks. Yeah, they, they would come in, hit hit a powerful move, go to the next person, hit a powerful move, finisher at some points where they they come in. Every person that came in came in to like propel the story forward. Yes, and I love the one spot where sorry not a spot with a camera shot where it shows Heyman with the the group. He's going for like a game plan. Yeah, we him in the corner here, and then you see like midway match. He's like. He just throws the sheet in the air. He's like frustrated. Yeah, because he's like, I didn't call any. It's like, didn't he learn from the uh, computer? <laughs> I wish you, you know, Alexander York was always where, where, to put where in. was Alexander York? He, right? should, she, he should have hired her. She would have been so able to much, predict so much color, so much color. And it all made sense. Yep. Every single spot that they did was just along with the story, and I love like right from the first contact between Wyndham and Austin, I was hooked. 
I told you guys, I give this like I was giving us a high score right from then. Uh, it was just intense. Arn Anderson comes in number five, and oh, his spine buster. Uh, his spine buster was oh. just. I don't know how much more we can gush yeah. about that spine buster because uh, oh. it's just we 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 love it. He comes uh, and hits a DDT and he hits a spine one of my second. favorite spots though is they they pan oh. out and you can see Barry Windham has Arn's head in between the two rings. He's not doing anything to him like it, it's not like like in in reality hurting him, but it looks so funny. And then he drops Arn and Arn sells it like he's just got his head ripped off. Awesome. Uh, it was so goofy. I that in the corner of the TV. I'm kind of looking going, what, what, what? Yeah, it was so goofy. Why is Arn doing a headstand? So goofy. It, like, it looked like it was bobbing for apples. Yeah. And uh, there's also another spot where Austin gets backdropped into the cage. And he falls in between the ropes in the cage. Yeah. Like, you don't understand how good of a bumper Austin really was. Like, he was bumping like crazy. He, he didn't match. bump as much later because he tore up both his knees. He, yep. couldn't, he couldn't do it like he used to. And there's also one spot where uh, Steve Austin actually uh, hits the, hit the top of his head yes. in the cage, which I don't think was planned. Dustin Rose is the same thing off of the top of elbow drop. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He raised the yeah. cage. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so number six first Hedrick all, was Dustin Rhodes. But, yeah, he, he does this weird, Dustin, like, shootout elbow drop. Yeah, he's six foot five. What are you doing getting on the top of the what cage? What are you thinking? Yeah. Hey, uh, look, oh, hey. there's also another spot where Austin was um, hanging from the top of the cage. Yep, and kicking and, people. And Yeah, and then Wyndham caught him. And Wyndham caught him and, and threw him, like, and he yeah. did a bump. Oh, yeah. beautiful front bump, too. Uh, oh, Med Medusa, after Dustin Rhodes gets in the match... Medusa climbs up to the top and then drops Paulie's phone through a crack, and then Arn starts wielding it and just bashing people in the face with it. I can't believe she climbed that cage as quick as she did. And then Sting yeah. came up. And then Sting came and up and chased her down. down. Yeah. yeah, but he was a little bit late. Yeah, Sting. Like she's, she's already dropped the phone. Yeah, Sting. she's taunting the fence, and then he comes up. He's like, "Get off!" The I'm like, "Dude, she's already done the damage." Yeah. Uh, Sting, Sting nice you might leave. you, you might want to you might want to hurry up there, Sting. Oh, this um, match was so good. Larry Zbysko comes in. And He's so loud. He is so loud, and his voice Ugh. is so annoying. Obnoxious. Yes. Yes. Just shut up and get yeah, beat. Yeah. <laughs> just, just take a punch or something. Just leave me the alone. Cruncher. And then Sting comes in number eight, which I was surprised. I thought the world heavyweight champion would come in last, but what do I know? Nothing. I know nothing. Uh, and I loved Sting gorilla pressing four times into into the into the cage. Four times. times. Yeah, that Jesse. was good. Four times. I mean, Rick Rude's like two fifty. Four. Four. Horseman. Uh, number nine had tripped was Bobby Eaton. Or beautiful Bobby. Beautiful Bobby. And then number ten was Nikita Koloff. And now there was some kind of story going on that whose side was Nikita on? Like that's of kind course. of what they're playing. And Well, didn't he come out with Sting Squadron? He did, but... Oh, so isn't he on Sting's team? You would think that, but they were trying to play it up that there was indecision. And then that's, that's why when he came in and then he saved Sting... Yeah, he takes the bullet. He, take, he takes the bullet, and then they, they well, make the remember, comeback, and they hug, and it's like, ooh, they're friends. That story started at a pay-per-view where Nikita came back and attacked, went to attack Lex Luger, who was a face. Yeah. And, and attacked Sting. Yes. And they built that rivalry towards the U.S. title. Yes. So and, we the, never, you know, and we never... the animosity history. And we never saw the end now, of it, so... when you saw Koloff come in, <laughs> when I saw his singlet, I thought of Nation of Domination. That's the first thing I thought of, uh, because of the colors yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's part of the nation of domination. But well, that's like way actually, too soon. It's, it's Lithuania. Lithuania. Uh, Lithuania, yes. Um, now, I don't really have much memory of Koloff. 
In the match? Doing much in the match. He didn't do much. He came yeah. in, hit a couple iron sickles. And yeah. That was about it. Bobbed his head frantically as he was doing them too. Like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Doing that crap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was some other big spots. Uh, turnbuckle pops off at some point, and I didn't see how. No, no uh, one of the... Rick Rude started to... Yeah, Rick Rude was unwinding it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I missed that, and then, and then like, suddenly the camera panned, and, like, the top rope of one of the rings was, like, sagging. There was about two And I'm just shots. like... I like that because they're using anything as a weapon. It's war. And what happened was, so yeah, Rick Root started unwinding it, and then Ethan would go over, and he was attaching another metal piece to it to make gotcha. it like a long crowbar-looking thing. I do like how they call it, once everybody's in, the match beyond. Yeah. Like, like WCW's had some goofy <laughs> like gimmicks, but this is actually quite cool. I love war games. The match beyond. That was pretty good. The fans were loving this match. Every single minute of it. Like, I was enjoying it. Like I said, I have two notes. The first one is great intensity, and I'm loving this match. I, did, I didn't want to write notes. I didn't want anything to write notes. Do you have anything, anything to add before I go to the finish? Watch this match. Yes. Uh, that, that's it. something we can add. Yes, watch this match. I think I've seen every War Games there's ever been, and this is definitely, definitely top three for me. It was oh, amazing. Overall, and um, there was no botches that I saw. And if there was, it looked brutal enough yeah. that it was like, oh, okay. This whole match, we saw Arn Anderson bobbing for apples between the aprons. Yes. Like, that was... That never, was whole, this never. is one of the best ever main events I've ever seen for WCW. So far, For me, yeah. personally, it's the highest. Oh, for sure. Of all time, that, that we've watched. For and sure. And just a side note, a little beneficial fact, seven out of ten participants in this match are now in the Hall of Fame. Crazy. And who's the three or not? Uh, Eaton, Rhodes, and Koloff. Everybody else? Hall All of three of Nikita Koloff's not in the Hall of Fame. He didn't not. get added as one of those, like... Nikolai is, is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Volkov. Oh, yeah, okay. Volkov's in the Hall of Fame. Gotcha. His speech gotcha. was hilarious, by the way. Um, so I'm going to go to the finish. So they finally get the, the turnbuckle set up the way they want it with all the... Bells and whistles. Bells and whistles <laughs> on it with the things they're adding to it. And Zabisco goes to hit uh, Sting with it. And Eaton's holding Sting. But Sting turns so that Zabisco hits Eaton right in the shoulder. Sting knocks down Zabisco and then puts a, a, arm, a terrible armbar on Eaton. Put it's a Chris Eaton, Jericho armbar. Yes. Eaton <laughs> sells it like a champ. Cause, like, it makes on, sense. Because he just got hit with a steel freaking... Turnbuckle. It was totally like, an unexpected finish. It was. Totally and, unexpected. And uh, so Eaton gives up. Stink Squadron leaves. And then afterwards, the Dangerous Alliance starts blaming Zabisco. And he's trying to say, no, 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 no. And I, I thought they were going to, excuse me, beat him up. But it didn't come to that. Well, was, and, like when this spot was happening, the finish spot, at the same time Steamboat was getting his nose ripped off because he has a broken nose. Yeah. And just watching him scream and sell it, I was like, this match has everything that you want in a wrestling yeah. Story, yeah. emotion. So oh. what, what's our consensus on this one? I believe it's going to be high. That's WCW. we got to add some Rick. Oh. And how many figure fours did you see in this match, pay-per-view? I five. In the match or the pay-per-view? In the whole pay-per-view, there was five figure fours. I counted three in that in five. that Wargaze match alone. Five. It's like they missed Ric Flair. 
I don't... No. <laughs> no. We need to have a figure for it in every no. match. Just to rub no. it in. All right, so now we're getting to our end of uh, end of our podcast here. So now we're going to give our scores. Okay. Exciting. Very exciting. We're going to go to Jesse's score first. We're going to reverse oh, it. All right. You refer yourself as third person. Yes. Yes. I'm going to let Ben go first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> My performer of the night would have to be... I'm going to go with stunning Steve Austin. My man. Because he was throwing himself around that cage like a beach ball. <laughs> like a beach and ball? Most of the time it was not voluntarily. No, it was like not. He took, I think he took the most bumps the whole he match. He was in there lo- the longest. Yeah. And he looked like Barry. he had gone through a cheese grater by the end of the match. Yeah, because uh, Barry was teasing the... The color coming, and he starts grating his face against the steel. Oh, yeah, Steve Austin definitely deserves it. My worst performer is um, Greg the Hammer Valentine. He did not look like he cared to even be there. He just had this look on his face. It's like, yeah, just pay me, you know, whatever. Pay me to lose, I'm done. Yeah, he, he just didn't care. I didn't get any enthusiasm from him. And from a veteran like him, you know... You think you'd, uh, you'd see more. And my overall score was um, five and a half out of ten. Five and a half. Decent pay-per-view. Yeah. Decent, yeah. Okay. Okay. Our horse is not that, but that's an okay pay-per-view. That's an okay pay-per-view. That's All what right. we feel. Yeah, okay. This is my going now? It's your going now. All right. So my best performer was Stunning Steve Austin. Okay. So same as Ben. Same as Ben. Same as Just Ben. If you don't pick the Steve Austin, yours is terrible. Oh, okay. Uh, he he <laughs> <Well>, basically—that's <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> he oh. basically—I thought he did the most in the War Games match. Stunning Steve was stone cold in this yeah. match. Yeah. Oh, you guys. He too—he truly lived up to, to being a ringmaster. Oh no. He um, he killed it this match. He did all. The, I think he did all the work. To be honest, until everyone everyone got in, he was bumping. He colored first, like so yeah, much. Yeah, he was work. the young pup. He has to do that. And he has he's new trunks finally. Right. He has new trunks. Yeah. Before he's wearing like the shorts. So more points for that. There you go. My worst performers. So the Jim Duggan is, Award of the night? Yeah, the, the, the Jim Duggan Award goes to two. It's actually the worst match of the night as well, which is Todd Champion and Super Invader. It was okay. not mighty. All right. Terrible match. Terrible workers. Don't book them again. <laughs> Just Fire don't. Them. My Send them back score, to the WCW Special Forces. <laughs> my <laughs> overall score is 5 out of 10. Mostly because of the main event. That's right. That main event was just epic. All right, so my best performer is Azuka. And his seven concussions. And his seven concussions (laughs) that he got, and he kept on going through it. He got his face smashed in by Rick Steiner and kept on going. That impressed the crap out of me, to be quite honest. So he got my best performer by a hair over Steve Austin. Like like this, the, uh, just a little hair. Uh, worst performer, uh, Todd Champion, just because he needs to go back to WCW Special Forces, whatever. He's that is. the worst. Of, uh, he's the best of being the worst. He's awful. Terrible. He's awful. Even he's the, the cha- name. He's the champion of. He's the champion of bad. Like even <laughs> yes, his sir. even his attire was like poor. Yes. Like it's blue, red, and like this 
poorly drawn eagle looking yes thing. yeah you should you should fire your uh costume person because they <laughs> suck they're terrible um well you should fire they should just fire him so they don't so, fire anybody else that's kind of an innocent bystander my i gave the this pay-per-view a five out of ten um the pro the pro, it was an okay pay-per-view the problem with this pay-per-view was that when you have a war games match with the talent you did you left us you don't you don't leave anything else for the rest of your card yeah, where scraps. where the last pay-per-view of WCW, which was... Sorry, I'm going to just flip back here so I can remember Star what it's Cave. called. Was it? No. Super Bowl. Oh, my Super Bowl 2. Where they spread out all these guys. Super Bowl it, or Super, Super Brawl? Brawl. Oh, Super Brawl. Super Brawl 2. 92. The second Super Brawl. That's, what, that's right. <laughs> that's how Ben opened the show. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, when you spread out the talent, every match is great. <laughs> right? Um, okay, or can be great and Super Brawl delivered that. right where this pay-per-view it was like your whole undercard was not good up until the last two matches yeah there was no PN News there was no Van Hammer yeah what's going on There's all these big stars <laughs> that they've been building up where's, right? where's Vinny Vegas where's where's Vinny Vegas you've been building him up all this time and I didn't oh, get to see I would have loved to see Vinny to Vegas oh jeez um so for me, it was it the pay per view was built on the last two matches, the Steiners and Fujinami and Izuka, and then the War Games match, and those two matches delivered, which gave it the five out of ten score. So are you saying the first six matches should just been dark matches? I'm I'm pretty sure my my score would have been the same if I didn't. <laughs> Most likely. If it was two matches, I'd be like, oh, matches. that was okay. It was only two matches, but that Six. was fun. It was definitely not a climax, right? It was just like bad, 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 bad. Yeah, bad. they just good, great. <laughs> yes, I'm glad bad. I sat through three bad. hours of this. Bad, 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 <laughs> bad. When's this war games match coming on? Bad, bad. <laughs> Can you imagine if they open with the war games? <laughs> oh my god, it got worse. And than the main that. event was like. Kind Champion of like, and and Vader. They've done it in the past. Steamboat Flair mid card. What like, what's with this poor treatment of Harley Race? I don't know. Like, poor guy. All right, so that's been episode fifty. Fifty five zero. Yeah, five. Uh, zero. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag squared squared circle rewind yyc. Uh, and tune in on June Friday, June first, when we fast forward to our next rewind. WCW Beach Blast 1992. They only <laughs> You gotta give me the flair. It's because you said the word blast. That's true. That's how he's like, ha I can fit it in here. Yeah. You are a jerk. Where, where's my flair? My, my shoes. I already gave you your flair. No, no, I want my shoes. No, 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 no. I want the shoes. What, the shoes? The shoes. That's our outro, buddy. That, that's our go And that has been episode 50. Good night, everybody. Trust me.